so it's been a little over a year since Luke and I have broken up, and I've decided to finally take my best friend's advice and sign up for a dating app. It's been over a week of nothing, and my fingers are just tired of swiping left. To be honest, I'm beginning to lose hope in ever finding a prospective date. Well, that's until I'm sitting at my desk swiping through my list of prospects when my boss, Christian, shows up on my screen. I'm not even sure what to do with his profile, if to swipe right or left. Why is he even on the dating app anyway? He doesn't deserve to be here. Christian is hot. He's sexy and doesn't even need to be looking for a date. He can get one by just walking outside. Now, I know I'm going to be really disappointed in my actions, but I swipe right on him. Christian Holt is a jerk of a boss. He comes in late and expects me to do all of his work and stay in late. I start working at 8 o'clock and I'm supposed to be out by 5 o'clock, but when Christian comes in at 2 p.m. after being out on the so-called field, he piles tons and tons of work on my desk, and then I have to get it done on time because of imaginary deadlines. Sometimes I think he does it on purpose. I love my job, but it pisses me off because I do have a life. A few days pass and I've got a match with a guy named Ryan. He's cool. We've been speaking for the last two days and he has finally asked me out on a date. We're supposed to meet at some club at 8.30 tomorrow tonight, so I'm hoping that I'll get my work done by then. If not, I'll just have to ask Christian if I can just finish the work the next day. But I won't hold my breath on that. Thursday arrives and it's my big day to meet Ryan. I can't wait because it's been so long since I've been on a date. I get to work and to my surprise, Christian is there. My mood peaks because it means I won't have to work late. Whenever he comes in early, I get an easy day. I guess things do work out. Christian exits his office the moment I sit on my chair and set some files on my desk. I need these back within an hour, he says. I finish them in record time and set them back on his desk. As usual, he doesn't say thanks or that he's grateful for the work I'm doing, just continues to tap away on his PC like I don't exist. I take my exit and when it's 12 o'clock, I head for lunch. By the time I get back, there's a ton of work on my desk. I don't even know where it came from because Christian doesn't even have that much work to do. But being the dedicated worker I am, I do it anyway, without any questions. I'm halfway through it when I get another buzz from Ryan, stating that the venue of our date has changed. He's decided on a restaurant, and I'm kind of glad because clubbing on the first date is kind of weird. He sends another text telling me that our date is now 7 p.m. It's earlier than our original time, but I'm positive I'm going to get all of this work done by 5 o'clock. But just in case, I better let my boss know what's up. I knock on Christian's door. He doesn't answer, but I know he's in there because his office is made of glass, and I can see his frame sitting behind his desk through the thin blinds. I enter. Hi. I say. What do you want, Hannah? Christian gives me his poker face and then returns his attention to his phone. So, um, I'm halfway through the work you've given me, but I have another engagement later. So, I was wondering if I can leave for five this time. 
I'm not sure if I'm going to get everything done today. Christian stops typing on his phone and looks up. I need that work to be finished before the end of the day. He says. It's a colleague of mine. He's sick. I'm just trying to do him a favor. Doesn't that colleague of yours have an assistant or something? Christian scowls. She's on vacation. Oh. Yes. He has a deadline, so I need every piece of work finished before the end of the day so I can hand it in as soon as possible. Can't I just get in early tomorrow? No. I curl my fists. This is what I mean by him being a complete ass. May I remind you that work starts at 8 o'clock and ends at 5? I'm not obligated to... I'm sorry, but do you want to keep your job, Hannah? I have a lot of assistants lined up and willing to take your spot. I sigh. Well, that's probably true. And I can't afford to lose my job because I've just rented a new apartment. I practically need the money so I can't afford to slip up over a date. Maybe I can reschedule with Ryan. But why should I have to reschedule? It's not my fault that his friend is sick. I'm pretty sure there's nothing more important than the work you have to do here today. Christian adds. He glances down at his phone and then back at me. Or is it? I'll see what I can do. I don't think you understand what I'm saying, Hannah. I need that work done before the end of the day so I can have it sent to him tonight. I make an about turn and exit his office. It doesn't make any sense to argue with Christian because Christian is Christian. He's like a damned spoiled child. He might be good-looking and one of the most eligible bachelors, but Christian's attitude stinks. It's decrepit. I don't even know why I even swiped right on him on the dating app. I despise this man for just being himself. I try doing as much as I can, and when 4.30 arrives, I message Ryan asking him if we can push back our date to 8.30. I also tell him that I don't mind going to the club. I just want to meet the dude. Right now, with all of this going on, I don't care about first date etiquette. There's no way I'm going to finish this work in time to get home and get ready to get dressed for dinner. Hopefully, if I work at top speed, I'll get this done and be out of here by six o'clock. I take a bathroom break and realize that everyone else is gone. The building is more quiet than usual. Christian still being at the office this late is just making things worse for me. Had he left and told me to just send an email, I would have left by now. But he's still there, in his office, doing God knows what. If he wanted the work done promptly, then he should have at least taken some to help me. I head back to my desk and find Christian standing over my computer. He's holding another yellow folder, and I'm about to blow a gasket. Are you finished with what I gave you? He asks. Almost. Why? He tucks one hand in his tailored pants. I'm sorry, are you giving me an attitude? I'm simply asking a question, Mr. Holt. He lifts the folder and waves it in the air. I forgot to give you this. It's not much, but it's going to be a minute. My jaw tightens. Is there a problem, Miss Peters? How ironic he uses my surname right after I use his. I told you I have an engagement, but yet you are bringing more work for me. And yet, you are here. I told you, if you don't want the job, then you can leave. 
It's that simple. This is abuse and you... My phone buzzes on my computer desk and I reach for it. It's Ryan again, agreeing to the club for 8.30. I'm so glad he's accommodating, because with this monster in front of me, I was starting to lose hope in good men. Maybe Ryan might be the one. I glance up from my phone to see Christian staring dead into my phone. Why would he even be looking to read my messages? Christian clears his throat, sets the folder on my desk, and walks back into his office, closing the door. I let out a loud grunt, and he probably heard it, but I don't care. He's a dick. I'm finally finished with all of his work, and it's now 7.10. I'm so fucking late that I am ready to run through those doors and don't ever look back. I send the email and pack my bags as quickly as I can. I shut down the computer, push my chair, and head straight for the elevator. Only then did I realize that the elevator buttons don't actually work to my whims, because pushing them repeatedly does nothing for me. I think about taking the stairs, but I'll probably die of exhaustion. I'll just have to wait for the elevator to arrive on the 15th floor. My heart stutters when Christian's office door opens and he steps out. I turn away from him because I don't want to see his face. I don't want him to tell me something's wrong with the work or some bullshit that will make me have to stay a minute longer. Damn this fucking elevator. I press the button again. You're leaving and you're not telling me? He asks. I need to leave, Christian. I've sent you an email and I've done the work. I say, still not looking at him. My eyes are fixated on the number at the top of the elevator. It's on nine. Whoever is on the ninth floor right now is really starting to bug me because it's been there for a good while. I would like to have a word with you, Hannah. Tomorrow, I say sharply. I like to have that word now. God damn it, why is this elevator taking so bloody long? Hannah. He calls. My phone buzzes, and I use that time to read the text. It's from the app. Christian has just swiped right on me. The elevator door dings and opens just when I turn around and face him. No, not today, Satan. I'm not about to ruin my date with Ryan for this joke. I step into the elevator and press the ground floor button, but Christian runs towards me and slips inside when the doors are just about to close. He pushes the emergency button, stopping the elevator. Now, my anger is bubbling. What's wrong with you? I take a step back in the corner as he stares at me like an idiot. Why would you stop the elevator? Why the hell are you even in here, Christian? Did you get my texts? No, I lie. I'd gotten two of them just after we matched, but I didn't open them. Christian sets his palm against the wall, leaning closer to me. My heart is beating. Not with anger, but with uncertainty. My brain is confused about what the fuck is happening right now. Then I would appreciate it if you read the texts, Hannah. I slide to the next corner of the elevator. Like, what the fuck is happening? Read it, Hannah. He demands. I fumble to unlock my phone and pull up his messages on the app. I hate it when he intimidates me like this. It's like I'm a helpless child. 
Whenever he uses his authoritative voice on me, it's like my mind turns into jelly and I do everything he says. Christian, let's do dinner tonight. Now, I'm terrified to look up at him. Hannah. He calls. I keep my head low. He's fucking with me. Christian Holt is fucking with my mind to send me to an asylum. Answer me, Hannah. What, what is this, Christian? He laughs. I know you can read, Hannah. This is me asking you out on a date. Anger builds inside of me, making me maneuver him and release the emergency button on the elevator. I press for it to open and rush out, but he holds me by my arm. Wait, hold on. I have a date, and you're keeping me back. I don't know what kind of game you're on, but I'm not about to play with you. I yank my arm free. When he realizes I'm serious, his face softens. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Sorry for what? For keeping me back late? For making me work extra unpaid hours? What the hell are you sorry for? Christian inhales and exhales. Can we talk? No. I shake my head. I've got to go. He steps in front of me. Aren't you at least curious about why I swiped right on you? Why I asked you out for dinner? I shake my head again. I'm not about to get into this. I need to go. But why am I saying this and my legs are not moving? What's wrong with me? When my legs finally catch up with my brain and I make a move for the elevator again, Christian blurts out, I like you, Hannah. I... I'm interested in you. Are you fucking kidding me? Damn it, Hannah. I'm still your boss. Watch how you speak to me. My mouth hangs open and then it hits me. I don't need this right now. Goodbye, Christian. See you tomorrow. Hey, Closet Raiders. Thanks for listening to My Jerk Boss, Part 1. Part 2 will be out sooner than you think, so be sure to check back this week. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and share. Bye.